Country roads can take you home, but they can also take you to the grocery store. They say West Virginia is the mountain mama, but I have yet to see any mountain babies around here. Always remember, West Virginia is almost heaven. But since almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, I guess we're still on the same old earth. West by Pod is recorded in front of a live studio audience consisting of no one, except sometimes for uh, inattentive kindergartners who are frenemies and have been given too much chocolate. Okay, enjoy the show. Welcome to West by Pod, <laughs> a, a show in which I already forgot the name of. <laughs> Because I had to think about that for a second. I did too. I was sitting here one of them. Like, say, what's my God? What's Virginia? No, our geek now. That's the other podcast. Yeah, that's um, what. We're from the mountaintop. No, no, no. no, no. What's my God? No, yeah. no, no. All right. So with me is Jason Smith. Hello. He's a, he's a fr- person, and I'm also a person. My name is Mike Mallow. Um, thank you for putting your ear holes on us. Uh, we are going to. Sounds cover, interesting yeah. when we put it like that. Yeah, ear holes. <laughs> That is where the words go. That's where the words and that's go. that's pretty much the only thing we have to offer right now. That's right. Words. And, and syllables. And into your ears. Yes. If you can hear this, I'm inside your ear. <laughs> see? See how that works? That's kind of creepy. It Let's do anything all at the same time. So we have been trying for... Months. Five weeks, at least, oh. to record this thing. Yeah, we have, actually. It has been a constant series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've we've been through hell, high water, and mm-hmm. long-term laryngitis, mm-hmm. um, and just trying to find something to talk about too. Because we're like, well, what can be interesting for the first episode? Well, I, I kind of see it as like the Seinfeld of podcasts. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's about nothing. It's about nothing. You know, I'm just going to give you a word, one more topic, and we're just going to roll on it. Okay. Uh, not today. We, are, you know, because it's been five weeks, and we've been trying to get this thing rolling for forever. We have amassed a series of topics. Okay. But anyway, so uh, we, we really made a series effort last week to record because it was uh, Halloween week and mm-hmm. we, we had just gone to the asylum, not not the haunted house part, but the actual haunted part. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to tell you, I, it is a peeve of mine that an actual haunted house has a fake haunted house. Yes. So I, I, I avoid all of things October at the asylum because... Yeah, if you're going to go there, go for the real goods. Go for the real... They're, 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 they're literally right there. You don't have to have a chainsaw guy chasing you around. And I find them to be much more scarier than the actual fake ghosts. Because, you know, the real ghosts, yeah. you're kind of going, what did, what just happened right there? Well, and you know, a fake haunted house, you walk in, you get the same experience that everybody else gets to walk in. Exactly. Where you go into a haunted house... It's and, a unique you, experience. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. You may, <laughs> you may get nothing. You may get Banshee screaming at you for 40 seconds. Sure. Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, I do want to talk about the asylum, even though uh, it's not Halloween now. It is now November 11th. It is Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day, veterans. Thank you for your service. Good job, yeah. yeah. Well done. Well done, indeed. The uh, But you know what? It is the time change, so it is darker in the evening, so it's scary in the evening. It is a spooky. Yes. But I, I guess I want to tie this into the fact that because it's been five weeks now of trying to do a podcast, and we're you know doing a... A ghost theme podcast, even though it is not Halloween, um, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if maybe this podcast itself is haunted. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, especially with all with uh, all the activity that happens around us all the time. That's right. Yes, we almost got it done. We got 20 minutes in last week, and then uh, the the kids had a meltdown. Yes, we had both our kids out there playing and. And I think you and I kind of looked at each other and said, you know what, that was kind of all horrible. And we tried to, you know, I think we had, did your wife sit in for a second? Yeah, she was. And she just kind of gave us vague vague looks like, why are you having us here? And we were like, never mind, we'll just leave you alone. And and it's funny because even Martha was kind of like, was Mike serious about me sitting on the podcast? Oh, well, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, I, want, I would like to, because we got, what, how many chairs are here? Like six? Six, yeah. We could have six people on us at a time. I know, but... There, there might be a lot of crosstalk. Yes. But at least we're all in the same room where we can see each other. Well, look out. One day we might throw a Pachani in here, and it, it's going to be just nonstop entertainment right there. That's right. So, yeah. Well, well, uh, well, do you want me to start off? and Because and, uh, I actually, to prepare for the podcast, sat around and looked at a quick history of Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Yes, let's talk about that. So that is in... Weston, mm-hmm. it is West by Pendleton. Yes, um, and um, it is you know, kind of center of the state, more or less. 
About two and, hours from where we're located. And it's it, it's it's quite a sizable mm -hmm. um, place. And uh, it's originally it was set up in the it came in the, in the part of the early eighteen or the mid or late eighteen hundreds. Uh, they were trying to set up a place for the mentally ill to go and and be properly cared for. But the problem, as we heard from even this past weekend, listening to our guide, was uh, they would get so many people into these buildings that they couldn't figure out how really to take care of them because medicine was rather new. So as a result, this place of you know how they were going to take care of folks turned into literally a horror house of murder and horrible rape and you name it pretty much anything from america asylum you can put in this thing except for like demon possessions i don't think i ever heard anything like that but but still weird but things. you would go there for that so but it's possible it could be there yeah exactly right it may not have happened there but it, it was rolled into the building well like. and what was crazy is like you hear the stories about you know people in moundsville another brutal brutal uh very bad prison in west virginia would plead insanity because they were like well we'll go to the weston and not have to worry about getting you know raped and killed and it was just as well i don't know if it was just as bad but it was quite brutal and you would hear these stories the one that cracked that scared the crap out of me i was like really was a husband who got into a fight with his wife the wife somehow gets pushed into a fireplace if i, if I remember correctly and dies several days later from of course third degree burns he gets sentenced to he loses his mind gets sentenced and sent to uh sent to weston and is there for a couple years and what's crazy is out of the blue he dies and everyone assumes it's um what's what you get sick back in the day on everyone gets sick with scarlet um, fever or uh, yeah, yeah yeah and because the building in weston's is so massive that the the water pipes from the furnace rooms uh, would be hot. The water would leave the furnace room hot, but by the time it gets to the end of the building, because the pipes were so long, they would be cold. And so people all the time were bathing and drinking and using cold water in very cold and miserable conditions in Weston. And as a result, a lot of people got sick and died, and they just assumed this guy <laughs> died like that. And of course, the interesting part that I was like, what? Is the family then gets a call from the uh, from the morgue, or not the morgue, but the funeral home. Yeah. And they said he did not die of it. In fact, it looked like it was multiple strikes to the head that <laughs> caused him to more or less die. And you're just like, what? And of course, that's just how Weston was. Weston was just this craziness place that it sounds horrible. And you know, you hear all these other stories about people who just more or less learned to fake their mental recovery. Because they never want to go back yeah, to Weston. They just want to get out of there. They just want to get out of Weston. So it's it's a fascinating place. And I think it, it ran all the way to the 90s. Like 94, oh, was it? 94 or 96. I can't remember. Yeah. It's somewhere mid-90s that, that it finally closed down. Which, you know, if, if you if, think if about they, it. If they still weren't getting cold water or yeah. hot water at those ends by then, that's just insane. That's insane. And and, yeah. and, and just the fact that... And, and what's scary, and, and Mike will tell you... You know, when we go on these tours, you're thinking of a place shut down in the 90s. That's not too long ago. And you, when you're walking through that place, you're expecting stuff to be up still. This place looks like it's been abandoned for 50. It looks yeah. like something from a horror movie. It really does. And they've been fixing it up, too, and that's the amazing thing. Yeah. You know, it, it's got decent upkeep, and, and you know, they're... they're they're doing sections at a time, but uh, the places that haven't been done yet, they're just absolutely you know, decrepit. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, I'll ask you a question. When did you hear about Weston for the first time? Because I've lived here all my life, but I didn't really know about Weston. And I mean, I've always heard about Weston. That's where they send the crazy people and everyone laugh and not a big thing. Yeah. But I didn't realize like what it actually was until like later on. When did you like figure it out? Oh, that's the same as me. Like there always been the joke, like I'll send you down to Weston yeah. if, if you don't act right or whatever. Yeah. And that was always the joke to, you know, to, mental health, I guess. Yeah. They were to keep you in line. Of course, and you don't realize what the, what what the it's is a, really. Well, yeah. Other than, you know, your parents think you're crazy or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, um, I didn't really think about it until 2007 or 8, whenever the current owners bought it originally. Gotcha. Because uh, it was sold at auction. I think they bought it for a million something, million some change. Yeah, I heard it too. Sounds nice. Like I don't know. Haunted podcast. Haunted podcast. Ooh, 
Well, it's probably an analog back, actually. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. Or it's probably my cats fighting. I hate the, the, the truth is much lamer. But we'll say it's... I, I, it came, like, clear across the headphones. Oh, did it? I heard it. I, it sounded like it came from the actual... <laughs> from the actual... Mike, is that from your headset right there? Haunted podcast. But go ahead, go ahead. So, so, so uh, th- that was because we we kind of joked about it because th- that's when they're were like, oh, "Were you in the paper when that happened?" Uh, I was. I just started working in Moorfield at the time. Okay, so you heard about the owner buying? Yeah, because because we talked about it there. Okay, and you know we we joked about it because tra- trans Allegheny lunatics. So I'm just sa- just sounded like sounds so good. Yeah, well, well, at the time it was just like, well, that's such a ridiculous name, and I guess maybe it had been called that at one point. Yeah, because uh, uh, we. Always you know, up until that point, I was being called the Western State Hospital. Yeah. You know, so you never thought about it as being a like, lunatic, a lunatic asylum. Yeah. It sounds so derogatory, but I, I guess it is. That yeah. is what it is yeah. in the long run. Well, I actually have to say it was probably Ghost Hunters, because uh, Ghost Hunters in like '98 or 2008, they had done it before. Yeah, anybody really got they, into Yeah, it. they were like one of the first. Yeah, um, it was 2000. Eight or nine or two yeah. or somewhere in there is yeah. when they did their first episode. That was one of their earliest episodes. That was, and that was one of the things. And I remember, you know, I don't. And, and, and full disclosure here, and that's the thing. I think me and Mike, we are not people who actually sit around believing. Like, like I, I like to believe in ghosts, but so far I have not had Casper come into my bedroom and hang out with me. I, I always dismiss anything weird that could happen. I, I will say, and we may get into this later, but if anything, the Assam has made me believe in ghosts less. I mean more, but that I think it's it's to each his own. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's yeah, the weird thing about the asylum because you would think it's like a blanket like answer for uh, everything, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; things have happened, and, and and the more I think about the the explanation behind these things, it makes me think less. Like it, it feels self-explanatory, not self-explanatory, but explanatory in some ways. Um, like I said, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. So, so this year was our fifth year going. Um, we. We did a daytime tour this time because we had free tickets and we we had to use them before um, November seventh. Both were cheap, and we need to. Yeah, so <laughs> so and we never we always in the night stuff, so we never actually saw the place in the day. So we were like, hey, let's go down. And I was like, yeah, it's like it'd be cool if, you know, the, the the people actually dress up as nurses and stuff. Uh, yeah, I wish they were. And yeah, they they absolutely were. And we hadn't been in the main building in two years now, but they took yeah. us some places we had never been. We we actually we went down to the electroshock area. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, disturbing. And I wanted to say insane, but I realized that's a poor choice of words. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, right next to there was the lobotomy area, mm-hmm. which I had seen on TV before, and I, I realized that we had never been there. And it's funny because one of the stories, and now, I mean, again, if you believe in these types of things, one of the stories that kind of freaked me out was um, the story, uh, and, and I think one of the caretakers there told me when he was like, he they had a tour the next day or something like that, so he had to spend the night, and it was like a horrible, horrible thunderstorm night. I don't know if you heard this one. Or not. I don't know if I heard this one. And so he, and they were telling me they he ended up staying in where they used to have their little the little rest area okay. in that one room. Yeah, yeah. And now they've opened up and it goes down and it connects now to the office. Yeah, they uh. What were the- the lobby area. The lobby area. Or, or, or where they have the, yeah. the night people uh, sit until they're ready to take them on the tour. Exactly. But it used to be you just go there and then just stop and they seal it off. Yeah, yeah it was like the one place with heat getting in the building in the way. Exactly. Exactly. So it was it was not that bad. But what was interesting is he told the story about how whenever he was by himself, the thunderstorm, lightning, all this stuff starts happening. Things start going crazy. He's saying he's in there. He's hearing the chairs moving around, things thrown up, sound like pounding on the door, all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, really? And this is like in the main lobby, main hallway yeah, as you happens. walk into the thing. Uh, and yeah, where nothing's supposed yeah, to happen. Yeah, because it's always the most active place for people shuffling in and out. Yeah. So you never think about things happening. Yeah. And then I come to find out that underneath of this area, is where they did all the lobotomies. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no wonder they have craziness happen here. This is literally where thousands of people lost who they were and had horrible, despicable yeah. things. And that was the other thing that was the, this last time with the stories about the lobotomies that kind of freaked me out is I didn't realize I just walked around and randomly chose people. No, I didn't realize that either. And that, the, it just to let you know, the, the, our tour guy said that the doctor who, again, back in those days, 
you didn't criticize another doctor for what he did. You just didn't talk about it, more or less. And there was this one doctor who worked at Weston who believed that lobotomies were the key to fixing mental health. Wasn't he the inventor of lobotomies? Pretty much. The way I understood it? Yeah. Or he was at least the one who invented the mainstream lobotomy. The, me the method, the, yeah, the primary yeah. method. Of it. The primary yeah. method that was so big from the 30s the, the, to the The one 70s. where you go through the eyeball. Yep. And apparently they said they tried other tools to go through the eye, because they would go through right between the eye, the tear duct yeah, or whatever, yeah. and they would pop that bone, and then they go into right right behind your eye, and then they go right in and do the lobotomy. Yeah, if you guys aren't squeamish. Yes, sorry, sorry. I am, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm compartmentalizing, so I'm good. Yes, but what's really sad about this is they try to make other tools to do this popping of the eye. Experimental tools. Yes, and none of it worked. Yeah. And the worst part is the only they kept on the only thing they could find that actually worked best was the ice crushers <laughs> that they used. So they always had a, a pair of ice crushers that they would pop into the socket no. No. or into the brain. And then they apparently just do like windshield wipers across your brain with a with a knife. And the shocking part that I heard this past weekend that really kind of made me go, really? It had only a 60% chance of, of success. And that meant not that you were cured, but that you didn't die. Yeah, you, so, didn't, you didn't have severe brain damage. So if eight of the people he picked every day, two of them died. And the other six were pretty much vegetables for the rest of the time. Or at least didn't know. It took them, it took them years to do rehabilitation to figure out how to retie their shoes. And then nobody said nothing. Then nobody, nobody said nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then the craziest part is the Institute loved it because then they didn't have these outrageous patients they had to take care of that were crazy. Because yeah, patients were quiet. They were quiet now. And they yeah. just stayed in their cell all day and stuff like that. Which, of course, makes perfect sense when you look at it. Yeah, but when you lose a chunk of your brain, that tends to happen. That tends to be the case right here. All right. Well, that was a stress on my compartments. Yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, we won't go into any more detail about All the right. history. Let's actually go into our own personal history on the uh, Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. So Mike told you what happened um, last uh, this past time when we went, but our very first time. What all did we see? <laughs> So the first time we went was in early November of, I think it was November 9th, actually, of 2012. That mm -hmm. was our first time. I only remember this because it came up on time up for me recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess two days ago, actually. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can remember it from that. So, um, you know, the, the first time was a little nerve-wracking because, you, you know, you don't know what to expect. And I, I remember we were in inside for like less than five minutes and one of the, the girls who was in like freaks out who, well no she 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 was you know with our group and she was walking next to me yes and, and i looked at her and, and she was wearing like a toboggan or something like that that looked like it could have been a nurse's hat so, yes so i i immediately was like <gasps> yes you yes and well, and that was the thing, too, is they freak you out with a couple of the stories, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they would tell you stories like, keep it, keep counting your group. Because you'll find as you're walking around here, you'll get an extra person and start popping up in your group. Exactly, yeah. That's why, and, that's why I yeah. Yeah, we'll walk into that and immediately saw her and I was like, oh, no, that's the extra yeah. person. And I did the same thing. I'd be walking around going, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, no, it's just a person I recounted twice. You know, you'd be doing that type of stuff. Yeah. Because they were very well known for the doppelgangers popping yeah. up. Even up, you know, the daytime tour we did uh, recently, I even did that. I did too. I, I was like, all right, organize them, organize them, organize them. Yes. Yeah, it's so, and we've never had a doppelganger to, no, to this no, day. No, so, no, no. Um, but you still do those things. But the big, but it was funny. So we go, th so the interesting thing about this is if you ever watch Ghost Hunters or you ever watch the the what's the ghost adventures yeah ghost adventures that uh, is kind of what you end up doing you 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 can make it as high tech as you want you can take all the the bells and whistles things you can take recorders you can take the em field stuff you can take the digital readouts and the infrared cameras and all this kind of, me and mike for simple and we don't have that much money we just take uh uh video recorders usually yep. and then mike takes a camera and I usually walk around and see and and uh, EMT or EMF. The the uh, EM. Oh, crap! What's that called? Uh, uh, PK meter. PK, yeah. And I, I just said for that, I don't think that's ever worked properly. No, like it, it only ever goes off when I think we're near like an electric source. Uh, yeah, or and that's the whole thing. It picks up because the theory is if you've got a ghost, 
uh, they'll they get a spike of electricity, supposedly. Yeah. But there's but, there's this one floor that we've been on. Every time I've had that thing, it has gone nuts on that floor, but, yeah. no, but nowhere else. So I, I think it must be near where the power boxes are. Or yeah, or, or something that's, like, showing up. But, but the, yeah, the, uh, the recorders is what you need. And that we've gotten the most listening back on recorders and yeah. hearing things. Um, in our second year... Um, we were up on the fourth floor, which has a lot of uh, wood wood panel. It's only mm-hmm. one wood panel mm-hmm. for the floor, or hardwood. And there, I just happened to catch it on the recorder because it was because I usually only listen to it where we're like sitting and, and quietly. But this one, we were we were walking, and as we were walking, I, I passed this room, and you could hear someone crying in the room. And, yep. and I know it's a room because of the way it fades in and fades out. Mm-hmm. And as I'm walking away, you can hear that person kind of moan like in agony, mm-hmm. and then it's gone. And you know, that, that was the second year. There wasn't too much happening in the second year. Um, we, uh, once I learned to do the flashlight thing. Yeah, the big thing I've actually noticed that if you ever go there, we recommend you try um, is take your own flashlights. Don't, and I'm firm believer of don't trust it. You know, if people yeah. are handing you stuff at these places. Don't believe it. Take your own stuff because you know it's real. Because I, if I didn't take my flashlight, I would not have believed this stuff. But the, yeah. the classic thing is you take the flashlight that the heads turn slightly. You know, the yeah, ones the, you the, the, the ones that twist on. Yeah, not the ones you have to push a button to turn on. But if you have to turn the head slightly, those are the flashlights to take. And what you will do is you will take your flashlight, you will turn it off, and you will turn the head to where it's almost ready to turn on. And then all you do is you take your flashlight, you set it down on the floor, you walk away. And if you want to see one of our, our sessions, we actually have a YouTube page of it called Lily Flashlight Session. Yeah, yeah. Is what it's called in, on Maybe Facebook. Maybe on my page, uh, the Mike Mallow page on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I believe that's where it is. But you'll see Mike if you watch this video, and that was the big room that we had the, the flashlights with Lily. Supposedly there's a little girl in this place called Lily. Mike actually walks over with the flashlight, sits it down, starts walking away, and immediately the light comes on. And it's so funny because you could hear everyone go, did you see that? I saw yeah, that. There, there, there was a friend, and she, she's in the shot, and she, she says, hey, Lily, can you turn this light on? And immediately it comes it on. It comes on. And you can hear everyone gasp and, and yeah, they start talking. And, 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 you, and throughout the video, and it's not consistent, but like most of the time, if, if they ask her to turn it on or off, she it, turns it, it, on it will off. happen. Yeah. Or you ask questions and certain questions happen, all that kind of stuff. But that was one year that we thought was fun. So that was the second year. The first year, Good uh, you know, like like I said, we were just antsy because um, it was the first time and we didn't know what to expect. At the very end of the night, we walk into this area. It, it's it's a ward, you know, a long hallway, and there's a lot of toys scattered all over the floor mm-hmm. for whatever reason because it wasn't a kids ward. It was a geriatric ward or something they, like that. But there's something about like I think the parent there had a kid is the rumor. Maybe. And they would see the kids. So as a result, people would take kid toys all the way down there and stuff like that. The famous thing that I remember them talking about is this person or this ghost or whatever would play with the balls and you would come down you'd That's see... That's what it was because there's a bunch of balls on that floor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you would see the balls slowly start moving and stuff yeah, like and that. Yeah, and we never got any of that. And we never got any of that, so that would be cool. Yeah. But, but what we did get is as we were walking through that ward, we started hearing a high note. It's like a ding, yeah, ding, and it, ding, it, and it was not like every, it was like 30 seconds. Yeah, it wasn't just, and, and as we got into that area, it devolved into something almost like, uh, like you hear metal rubbing on a pipe. Yeah, perfect, perfect. And, yeah, awesome. like you'd hear like underwater, like, yeah. So, like submarine, like scoops yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But It uh, didn't sound normal or coming from that. So we come to find it's coming from this little electronic piano that was in the middle of the floor, like a little kid's piano. And so Jason picks it up and he says, "Yeah, I think the battery's going dead in this." And because because I, I tried to push the keys and stuff, yeah, and nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. But it did chime one time while we were holding it, so we we're like, "Well, this is obviously where it's coming." And from. it was one of those that it, you know the battery screws into it. So he said, "Well, maybe we can take it to the lobby and see if yeah, we'll get a screwdriver so we can pop it open yeah. to change the battery or something." So as we start going, we get this sense that something is following us out, yeah. and to, to the point where I suddenly felt the urge I had to run. And so I kind of sprint forward a little bit. Everybody kind of screams. And uh, uh, Jason's sister was with at the time. And she she had said later, she turned around and she saw like a shadowy figure behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we got a little further down. We got to the next ward heading that way. And, and finally someone was like, Jason, you got to take that piano back. Yeah, everyone started freaking out. 
I wasn't freaked out because I was like, well, I, I, you know, you guys are just making nothing out of this. But everyone's like, no, 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 take it back, take it back. They're mad, they're mad. And I'm like, what? And I, I was kind of curious. So what I ended up doing, and then it was funny because I think Liz came back with me. Yeah, I, I was like, everyone's like freaked out at this point. So I was like, I'll go I, back. I, I had that sense that something was following me. Yeah. So I was like, I ain't going back in there. Yeah. So I was like, I'll take it back. So I remember walking back with Liz and I was like, I'm sorry, whoever this is. I'm just curious about the piano. Here's your piano. And we walk away. Here's where the story does get kind of interesting, though, is we're telling, of course, the story well, at the end of the night. Go ahead. Well, well first of all, as soon as you put it down and start walking away, the piano starts playing again. Yeah, it starts playing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to miss that detail? That, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, that's an important detail, I think. Yes. Because it wasn't playing at all for Yeah, yeah. The whole, whole time after we picked it up and was walking off with it, it stopped. No, it's nothing. And then yeah. it started playing once it started back where it was. So I was like, well, that's weird. So the even weirder part of the night is we start talking to the other groups that's there. And what, the, what they do in this place is they'll give you a wing for like two hours to see if anything happens and you'll switch with another group of people and go to another way. Yeah. So we were told by another uh, group that they were like, yeah, we heard about the piano too. We turned off the piano <laughs> and we're like, well, the sucker was playing two hours later when we were walking. <coughs> so that was interesting. And I don't know. Someone could have turned it on. And I don't think we even checked to see if it was on or not. No, it, because we just assumed it was dead. Well, yeah, well, yeah, or yeah, because it was playing, we didn't think to check to see if it was off or not. Exactly. And that was the weirdest. But so, so that was the first year. So that was pretty darn intriguing. Yes. Uh, so the second year we we've covered. The third year we did it in the summer. The, the, yes. The first two times we've done it in uh, early November. I want to say we even it was the same weekend the second time as the first time. Yeah, it was. And then uh, the summer it was like middle of July, and I remember yeah. being so hot. Yeah, because we, we started on the fourth floor, and it was hot up there. It was horrible. And we, we did flashlight sessions. We got a lot of flat you know flashlight responses up there. Uh, but nothing more than that. Occasional noise yeah. or something like that. We, we were with uh, uh, two sisters who like yeah. the, the activity for them was just popping. Like they, anything they asked or did, yeah, something re would respond to them. But they, did you hear that? I have a feeling it's my cat. Yeah, here's the cat. Haunted. Haunted. I'm not gonna stop it. No, no, no. That was funny. <laughs> Haunted podcast. I just think it's my cat freaking out with this other cat going on. I got cats that's fighting each other like crazy. Cat fight. It's like a West Side Story. Exactly. Cats. When you're a cat, you're nowhere. I feel kitty. Oh, also, so kitty. I feel pretty and kitty and meow. <laughs> so, yeah, so the third year we really, and they would be talking to Peep George and. I don't know, it was yeah, down in the yeah. bathroom. I yeah, they, they would use yeah, people's names and everything. Yeah, and we were kind of like, okay, that's a little much for core skeptics when it comes to this stuff. We, we love this stuff. We want to be wrong so bad. But we're also one of these people like, it's hard for for you to make us believe that there is a ghost, if that makes sense. But we want to get our money's worth, too. But we want to get our money's worth. And we got our money's worth the fourth time. The fourth time was probably the best one. We, um, so that year we didn't do... That was last the, year. The main building, yes. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, September 30th because we wanted to get it. We wanted to get it before Halloween started because of the aforementioned fake haunted house. Like they, they actually started setting up that year, yeah. and then they, they, they shut down. And as a result, your times are cut down because usually, if you go like after season or not during the Halloween season, you can go from like nine to five in the morning. But because of the stuff going on, they cut your time back. So we wanted to kind of get ahead of it, but they were still setting up. So we still ended up still getting into that time frame. But it was one of those things where we just like you know didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. But, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, we we uh, went to the uh, back buildings, uh, of which I believe there was four. Mm -hmm. There was the forensics, mm -hmm. the geriatric, the morgue, the the morgue, which I think that building had a different name, but the morgue was in that building. Yeah. And then there was another one whose name escapes me. But the, it, the forensic yeah. was the most interesting one. Yeah. And that's the one, like I had seen that one from, like if you drive behind the sun, you can see it. And, and I, I'd seen that one in the daytime once before and I said, that is a creepy building. Yes. And that's and, the one I saw on Ghost Hunters when they were walking through. In fact, when they went through Ghost Hunters on the TV show, 
they make a point of wearing an asbestos mask because it was just a mess. Yeah, at the time they hadn't cleaned anything up. Anyway. Yeah, nothing was cleaned up. They couldn't breathe anything in it. And it was just, it was just looked bad. And if you watch that episode, I think the big thing happens is they actually see a, a, a shadow figure in the glass in the yeah, window. That's what it was. Yeah. And they run over to the other side, and sure enough, there's nothing there. But by the way, it's a great episode of Ghost Hunters if you ever watch it because it literally, I guess it scared the crap out of them because they came back several times after that. Yeah, they, they yeah. kind of like what we do. Times, yeah. yeah, yeah, that place keeps you coming back. Yeah. But anyways, um, so in that episode of Ghost Hunters, they, I think it's the very first story they tell in mm -hmm. the episode is that in this area, the forensic building, the forensic building, there's a, there's a all a female part at one point. It's how famous people like uh, Charlie Manson was in that building at yeah, one point. Yeah, he was in there briefly. Um, but the famous story for the longest time was all female house units. So they were, and they were like the crate mentally ill females and they kind of kept them uh, uh, separated from the rest of the inmates there in that building. So, so one time, the, like the nurses came in because everybody was screaming and they said, there's a man back in the corner. Mm -hmm. And of course, they they didn't say anybody, but uh, you know they, that that was what the big commotion that was in. And like I said, this is the first story they tell in this Ghost Hunters episode. Mm -hmm. So when we were at the forensics building that night, I was back in that corner taking pictures, and I have a recorder going, and and, and Jason has a recorder going. Yep. And him and his uh, fiance girlfriend, whatever at the time. Uh, the, the we, were, we were engaged at the time. Okay, fiance. No, 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 we weren't. We weren't. Yeah, no, girlfriend. Yeah, it's close to it. Yeah. That's semantics. But anyways, <laughs> uh, they, they went out to the bathroom and there was no like plumbing or anything going on. So they got like a little uh, outhouse or a porta potty down at the mm -hmm. bottom corner of this of this building. And so it's kind of like on an incline down to uh, where it was. So they both go down there and use the bathroom. And uh, so as they come out, like the, the door slams. Mm -hmm. And, and I know this because I, it picked up on my recorder and their recorder. Yeah. And so, and, and this is great to have because I could sync our two recorders together. Mm -hmm. So as they were walking back up to the, the entrance, these screams start, mm -hmm. like banshees wailing. Yep. And they're outside, you know, there's, you know, anybody could hear it. Well, what was even creepier when they started, me and, honestly, me and Martha thought we were being punked. I mean, I, and that's the weirdest thing because people are like, weren't you scared? No, I was getting pissed because I'm like, who the hell is pulling this crap right now? So I started like looking around and I run back down to, uh, to the, uh, porta potty just to see who's playing tricks on me. Cause I'm thinking a group of people are like acting up in one of the other tours Yeah, it's causing this thing to happen and nothing. Can't find anything, yeah. and this and it's not like like two seconds, like ah, and that's all you hear. This is like forty five seconds of straight it, it, screaming. Yeah, it goes on for forty five seconds. Yeah, or close to it. Or close to that. It's forty some seconds, I remember. And what's what's eerie about it, and, and this is the other thing that's kind of the 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 odd part is we didn't tell <laughs> we didn't tell our tour what we were doing. We just kind of, you know, they were upstairs doing these seance things where they're talking, trying to get a ghost to respond, turn the flashlights on, whatever. And, we, and I was kind of like, I, I don't really care about this crap. I had to use the bathroom. So me and Martha, without permission, snuck out of the building so we can go down to the porta potty, use the bathroom, and then come back. And on the way back from just randomly using the porta potty, in the area that no one is supposed to be in, we hear the voices. The screaming, yeah. We hear the screaming. And if this would have happened while we're on tour or while we're in a building or in an area that we're supposed to be, I would have been like, all right, maybe they got a hidden speaker somewhere or someone's got something set up. But, but was there someone else in like a building outside? Yeah, and that's even the weirder part is there was a building, one of the other buildings, the morgue, I think it was. Yeah. At the morgue, I could see someone outside because they were smoking. Yeah. And our, and you can tell by his reaction, he didn't hear anything. Yeah. Because he's just sitting there smoking away like there's nothing going on. And that even made it creepier. So, so here's the thing. I'm in this room, and just, you know, I'm right out, right inside from where they are, back in this corner. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the porta potty slam picked up on my recorder and their recorder. So I've got a sync to that. Those screams don't turn up at all on my recording. And they were just as loud as what the... Uh, the door slam would have been, mm -hmm. and so that that's that was the the kicker there. It's just the fact that that 
nothing showed up at all for me. Well, here, I've got actually, Mike uh, did a wonderful job, and if you go on my Facebook page and look about a year ago, I'm sure we can post this update on, yeah, yeah, on our yeah. page and stuff like that. I actually thought I had it on my YouTube, and I didn't, so I may, I may go back and post it on there. Post too. it on YouTube? Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful shot. Mike, of course, is a photographer, and he took this beautiful shot of the forensic building at about 3 a.m. after we heard this the noise. Uh, Mike did the smart thing and kind of took the shot of what the area actually looked like when all this happened. It actually might have been before that happened, too. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah. And it's a beautiful shot of the building and everything. I'm sure Bryce Trans Allegheny wouldn't want to put that in a postcard right there for you. <laughs> Maybe. But here's actually what it is. I'm sure Mike's going to cut this out and probably put in a yeah, cleaner I'll, I'll version. Of it. If I can find a clean version, I'll edit it in. Yeah. But here is what we heard. And you're going to hear me walking with Martha and we're talking yeah, about I think the recorder it. might be in your pocket. At yeah, first, it's yeah. in Martha's pocket. Okay, yeah. yeah. She kept in her inner pocket and you could still hear the voices with the recorder in the pocket when she pulls it out the wind slightly muffles it a little bit because she's like you know obviously yeah, yeah, we're she, freaking out yeah, we're hearing her whatever, yeah but you can still hear the scream so here it is i'm gonna see if i can back her on up here let me turn up the volume you want to hold to the mic too that works yeah we'll do it And you hear a stop. Right there. That's me taking off trying to figure out where they're coming from. And it's still screaming. There's stuff. You can hear Martha here too. Yep. This will catch me up. It was right around 45 minutes. Yep. We were hearing what appeared to be screams. And she says, that's the funny thing. It was just her reaction. Like, holy crap. Sudden stop. You can she you hear me out. coming back right here. We're outside the forensics building. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's the crazy uh, I, And what's funny? I heard that in the year. It's great. And what's crazy, and, we, and, we, and I remember last year when as soon as we heard this, you blew it up, I think, on the thing, and you. Uh, yeah, I posted to the silent page. You posted the silent, yeah, but you, you, she, Mike actually took the time and cleared it up a little bit and blew it up because at first it sounds just like the wind at nighttime blowing kind of hard and stuff like that. Yeah. But when you blow it up, it's a scream, and not only is it. A scream, well, it wasn't windy that night anyway. And it wasn't windy that night until we got there, and that's her like trying to, and that wind and that hush is her like breathing on the mic because she's freaking out, and that's her ripping the thing out of her jacket. And I wish she would have left it. Jacket, we would have heard it better. It, it, it seems like it's picking up better. Though. Yeah, that, that was a joke right there. But if you blow up the, the the screams, you can hear several females screaming, and what sounds like a guy also screaming in the middle. I've, I've never really picked up the guy, but uh, I, I guess that's the thing that maybe I'm, I'm hearing. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to dispute it, but but, uh, but this is what threw me up is that's when I thought it was a hoax when I heard the guy start screaming and I'm sitting there going who's the jackass who is trying to impress the women screaming like crazy at the top of the line? and that's the thing we ran back and forth back and forth and nothing and then and then what's crazy on that is I run back in and I get the get the uh, I get the uh, the guide and I talk to her and she radios everyone because we're trying to confirm it yeah I remember that no one can confirm yeah. that that happened and everything we're talking around talking around Everyone wants to hear the recording, of course. Was yeah, the yeah. Thing. And, and everybody so, who did were like, whoa. Whoa. Like, they'd never yeah. heard that type of thing before. Yep. And I, I thought I was going to get in trouble because I broke away from the group. But they were like, no, that's great. That's wonderful. Well, you didn't. They're only as long as you don't disappear entirely. Oh, yeah. Well, that was my Or, or, or go to another building entirely. Exactly. I think they're, they're generally cool with it otherwise. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure so, they don't want me to be in the hallway right there. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was a event. Yeah, so pretty much that was the that was the biggest thing that happened to us. Again, I I am too much of a skeptic, and I don't know what Mike's gonna say, but for me, 
I I don't know if there's a, such a thing as ghosts or not ghosts. What I do believe in, and this is kind of, and we'll go back and forth, Mike. I'll start first. Mike, what do you believe? What do you think is going on here? Do you think it's actually, you know, like Ichabod Crane type thing where the ghosts are walking around <laughs> and stuff, or do you think there's something more scientific? For me, and this is just my belief. My opinion, I have nothing to back this up besides these accounts I have. I honestly, I don't know if it's spirits or ghosts, but I honestly think that if there is something with a, behind a lot of trauma or behind a lot of suffering, which this place is ground zero for, I, I think bad things can fester in places like this and horrible things of people screaming and, and being lobotomized or however you want to look at it stays around I, I do when i'm there have a heavy sense of empathy yes for for what these people went through yes and that's part of what keeps me coming back is i you know you talk, you talk about never forget you know when when tragedy happens yes this was a hundred year long tragedy yes and so i don't want to forget what these people went through or you may forget not forgive that's a forget yeah you forget that you forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, so because that's the real shame, and that is actually the biggest thing. Forget the ghost story. The ghost stories are fascinating. Yeah. What's crazy about Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum that you owe it to yourself to go see, whether you believe or don't believe in ghosts, is just the historical craziness that happened at these walls for so many years and that what human beings were forced to go through day in and day out change the walls you know no no pride their the, their clothes ripped off of them they're forced to defecate over a drain for days upon days because they were acting up yeah. whatever the case may be it's stuff that you know i i mike um I know Mike's been associated with some medical uh, centers and stuff like that. I'm associated with a medical center myself. And these things are not only inhuman, but they, I mean, would be lawsuit after lawsuit today yeah. if it was, if it was, if, if one of, if half, if, if one of these types of tragedies came to the light in modern medical fields today or mo mo uh, modern asylums. Just modern today. medicine in general. Yeah, uh, it would be, like um, yeah. it would be CNN front page news type thing. And I, I mean, even prisoners don't yeah. get treated like that these days. I mean, it's, it, it's completely inhumane. And, and that's the biggest thing I kind of was, I'm blown away with with the whole story of the of trans allegheny lunatic stuff, and and Mike's right. That's why we come back because we're always fascinated to see what we can catch and what we can hear, but we're always amazed at the different stories. Now we've been going there five times. Yeah, five years. And the craziest part of the trans allegheny lunatic, everyone knows a ghost story. Everyone has like. I know down the road on the left, the haunted house, and if you're lucky, you'll ride by and you'll see a ghostly figure there, or you'll see the lights turning on and off. And that's the story. When you go to this place, every time, it's a different story. There's a new story, and even the stories that you have here, there's a new detail involved. There's a new detail involved, or there it's, it's evolved now. And it's not like the story's changed, but now, you know, for example, um, and one more last ghost story. So they were talking about in this last tour where they were having thermal cameras up. And they are talking about the, the reports are that you have something called the creeper. Yeah. Which is a spider looking shadow. Yeah. And then you have this really tall looking ghost. That's, that's one that's hard to explain by science. Yes. And, and that's the thing. Now, how do you explain this? And that's, and that's where we're like, we don't know. Yeah. And it's pretty freaking creepy. Yeah. If, if Hollywood wanted to make a movie, this is what you make a movie yeah, on, exactly. Right? And, and they would say that in the story they said, they said they saw this tall, it can't make what it is, but it's seven foot to eight foot tall. Yeah, the, the heat signatures is what Heat signatures is what they're looking at. So it's not like they see a face or anything. Yeah. But they see this blob of something come into the room, come over, what looks like a hand, reach over and touch one of the people there. And ironically at that time, 
that person immediately jumps up, not like freaking out, but just has to get up and walk yeah, away. Yeah, gets up and leaves. Yeah, and like, then just and they ask her why. And of course, they don't say anything because you don't want to, yeah, you know, yeah. freak people out. Yeah, there's a seven foot monster beside you right now. But they were doing the whole thing of like, isn't that an interesting type thing? And they went and asked her later, and she goes, "Oh, I just had, I just had the feeling like I had to get up and walk away." Same thing. A spider-looking shadow type thing comes into the room and starts immediately going up the side of the wall. And immediately they get a report from three stories above where they were on that same floor, or on that same spot, but on the third floor, of sightings of the creeper, which is a shadow-like figure. Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like a, a spider. A spider. And you know, we, you know, I think every time we've been there, we've on every floor it seems like we've been told there's always activity down in that bottom corner and what's creepy oh, now on every floor on every floor and underneath that bottom corner where it's talking about is where they kept the maximum crazy people in like this waiting room area that they were allowed tv and smokes break and that where they had people die all the time and all and this electric shock area is below that and electric shock area and it was <laughs> below that so it's like you have evil compound by more evil compound by more evil and it's just crazy what people went through so that's pretty much our story on the same sound yeah so yeah that, that's a pretty good segment let's take a sponsor break this, this podcast is brought to you by heart spark <laughs> heart spark from crescent books by an author named Mike Mallow. Wow, that sounds like a very interesting book of a tale of a heroic person going through a lot of try. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. <laughs> it, it is a sci-fi space western apocalyptic action mystery. Wow, that sounds like you're covering many demographics right That's right. <laughs> because I don't like all those genres, but I like little pieces of each of them. So Fair enough. But anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, it's, it's available on Amazon, and uh, you can get the Nook version at Barnes & Noble. Really? And, You're at Barnes & Noble? Uh, for, for the Nook version, you can, you can get it on there. Really? Yeah. Wow, big time here. And yeah, and, and for Kindle on Amazon, and you can get it in print on Amazon also. And I, if, if you're in the Pendleton County, West Virginia area, uh, there should be uh, places around here where you can get a physical copy as well. The library in both Pendleton and Hardy County, I believe. Oh, really? You got to do a workout with them? It, it, Look it, at you. It will be. And, you know, gift stores here and there. All right, right. It sounds like, and stop, no problem, Michael, the perfect holiday gift. It is the perfect holiday For gift. For that nerdy friend of yours who enjoys space. If you love sci-fi or just like to support a local author. There you go. A West Virginia author. So you can't beat that. Right there you there. go. It can't be that. All right, so what's our next topic, Mr. Matt? All right, we're going to go into the lightning round now. Oh, I like this. Because we're, we're almost at an hour. Okay. So, so not, not, I don't think we should go over an hour, don't you? Yeah, I'm sorry, 45 minutes, but uh, yeah, yeah that, that went all right. Yeah. So, you know, the way, the way I always look at it is I, I drive an hour to work, so I... I most people do. Most, I, most Americans these days... Most... West Virginians drive an hour to work. About 98% of West Virginians drive an hour to go anywhere around right here. Uh, yeah, that's right. A anywhere you want to go, it's an hour. It's so an hour. this is the perfect length of podcast, except we got three minutes to wrap it up. Exactly. That's why it's a perfect. Are you gonna Are you gonna drop this on Monday? Yeah, whenever we get it done. Oh, uh, well, I haven't decided yet. Well, we'll figure out the exact date yeah. for dropping it. There you go. Yeah. So, so, sometime this week. Sometime. Of course, it doesn't matter because if you're hearing it, then it's already dropped. There you go. So you know, what else? But you can prepare for the next time. That's right. So what do you got? So it takes an hour to drive anywhere in the state unless you are one of the lucky ones and you work out of your home. <laughs> yes. Work off Amazon. <laughs> That's right. So what do we have? So lightning round. So as I've mentioned, this is Pendleton County. So we are going to talk about Pendleton County things very briefly. Very okay. briefly. All right. So, so in West by God, we're actually going to talk about well, one of our wonderful county, well, Pendleton County. That's right. We we are currently located in eastern West by God. Yes, right. Uh, we are east of West by God. I yes. guess. Uh, I, I really don't know. see. I, I love that name because I don't know what it means, but it well, sounds cool. What's that? The, the West by God. The West by God. Yeah. West by God, Virginia. I don't know. I always assumed it was just. It's, I often contribute almost to almost heaven, West Virginia, West by God, Virginia. I mean, I like it. Yeah, it sounds cool. It sounds like fun. So, uh, since you mentioned West by God, Virginia, I'd also like to mention there is another podcast called West by God, Virginia, which is a sports podcast. 
Yes. And if you are here for that, you came to the wrong place, and you should go there because I don't want um, a cease and desist from them. <laughs> no, I just don't want because uh, you know we're kind of the nerdy side of West Virginia, and they're the sportsy side. Yeah. So I don't want a wedgie from those. <laughs> they're that's right. That's, they, <laughs> they can give us swirlies. Yeah, give us swirlies. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't want that. Yeah, we're just going to talk about our uh, action figures and our toys. <laughs> that's right. So, so Pillen County, your lightning round. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Driving to Harrisonburg. They got the the wake up strips now in the middle of the road, clear to Harrisonburg. I noticed those. Yes, I was a little sleepy and I woke up. Yeah, <laughs> I I never realized how much I hit the center line uh, on the way to Harrisonburg. I agree a hundred percent. I actually passed them when they were doing when they were actually doing. Is that right? Well, I, I told my wife on the way. I was like, I kind of want to see these things or what or how they make it. Because I always assumed that they did it while they were putting down the asphalt. See, I did too. And what it was, it was crazy. What they do is they they have. Now we're talking about state road work right here, but right. it's three trucks. The first truck cleans right. in front of it. The next one literally just drives and drills as it drives. And it's going maybe, maybe 10 miles per hour. I'll say it had to be a pretty slow process. Yeah, it is. And it's just driving and drilling, driving and drilling. And you're just seeing, and you'll see dust is flying up like crazy and stuff. And then the next truck after that, sweeping and cleaning again. And when I got past it, I was like, oh crap, they just put in the uh, little things. And I wasn't paying attention. And you're right, you just start driving and you realize, man, I, I drive over the line a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I, did. I always thought I was good about that. But yeah. man, I hit a bunch today. Yeah. This is the first time I've been to Erschenberg in a while. Yeah. All right. So that's your one question answer. Where how that's up? That's right. That answered my question right mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. Drive in. Yes. Driving the clothes for the season, Warner's Drive-In in Franklin, West Virginia. Mike and I are both uh, board members of the right. Warner's Drive-In. We are a non-profit profit theater. Uh, we, we are only one of two in the country that are non-profit drive-ins. Mm -hmm. And when uh, the season back, opens back in May, you should uh, check us out. Yep. I, I did post a video to, to that page and to my own page. Because it's a digital thing and we have HDMI hookups, I was able to play a beta version of Fallout 76. Ooh. And I got to you know play West Virginia within West Virginia <laughs> in the middle of a West Virginia field. And, and play, and you got to, in your West Virginia game, be at a West Virginia um, landmark. Landmarks. Yes. So I was at Seneca Rocks, which is literally across the mountain from where the drive-in is. So yeah. it, it was just wild to be there. And, in, case, in case you're guys wondering how we're able to get this, uh, Mike kind of touch point, but so many years ago, the movie industry stopped doing film. So the old idea of like film in a can and all this kind of stuff, that doesn't happen anymore. Everything's digitized. Right. Everything comes on a big hard drive and, yeah. and you yeah. load it in there. And yeah. I think they might have new satellite downloads now. We don't do that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And so now, but with that, nicely, you get these little perks where we can actually hook up to the internet. And as Mike said, he was able to play Fallout 74 and go, or, or 76 and go around, sorry, sorry. That's right. And, uh, and go around and see a lot of the high, uh, a lot of the landmarks of West by God. So, but uh, what yeah. else did you see? Isn't it? good stuff. Yeah. Very last minute of the beta, I got the Spruce Knob. See, I would love to see that. Yeah. Is the trees like one-sided like they are in real life? Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's not quite on there. Like it, it was more than I expected it to. Really? Um, yeah, because as I was getting up there, like the trees were thinning out and they were like, um, they, they, they weren't as leafy as the trees that, in the lower levels of the game. Gotcha. And they have this huge overlook, which the stairs going up are kind of like, because I just recently went to Spruce Knob for the first time, sadly, even though I lived here my whole life. But, but the, the top isn't the same, like, because it, it's like a dome thing instead of like a flat thing where you can... Well, this is supposed to be the future, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, and I always chalk it up to the... Yeah, yeah we were... Well, we're getting, we're getting yeah. remodeled by then. So. But yeah, it, it was wild. So anyways, the Navy base in Pendleton County. Ooh. So, you want me to do a quick yeah, intro? Yeah, do, do Sweet. I actually... Used to uh, used to be quite familiar with Navy Base. Not to go into too much detail because I don't know if I'm allowed or not allowed. But the Navy Base we have here is a facility. If you ever look for like Navy radio base radio signals or anything like that, uh, it is a base that's been here for probably 50 plus years 50 years yeah, yeah. It was, i mean you, you you can look up documentaries about yeah. it they're, they're actually really well made the interesting one we actually saw that a lot of my family's in on yeah it's called timberline right yeah 
and it, it's done by um, Elaine McMillan Sheldon. Yep. I hope I said her name in the right order. And and she uh, last year was nominated for an Oscar for another documentary that she made called Heroin. Yeah. And uh, which was just crazy that we had like filmmaker documentaries go around and yeah. like interview like my father got on that thing as well as my grandfather yeah. and all these folks. And, and it's, like one of my favorite scenes of that is just him, uh, like bickering back and forth. It, yeah, it, they're just I, like sometimes I watch it just to see that part. Yeah, yeah, because it's literally watching. I mean, if you want to see a small town country store where people sit around on a Saturday not having anything to do but just talking about the local news, bam, that's yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, that scene took place as they were bidding out the drive or the uh, the Navy base because mm -hmm. uh, it, it had closed the. Mm -hmm. the the most public part of the basic yeah the the operation part of the and, navy side of it kind of shut down and then, so now what has happened is you've got a, literally a big strip of land with housing and buildings and all sorts of stuff up for sale and the craziest thing and and, and not to get too detailed or anything but this piece of land is probably worth several millions oh, of yeah. dollars i think they figured up like 200 million or something yeah. like that and, and it sold for four uh, million uh, yeah, four million. I think the original was eleven, and the people who did it for eleven couldn't pay it. So then, someone for four million got it. And that's just the craziest thing that a multi-million-dollar property is sold for four million dollars. So, so bull prediction time. So, so right now there is a medical facility yep. working to go in there, and I am, I have my doubts it's going to happen. I, I think it will. I just I, think that I, I, I think. Uh, the county commission and the you know some of the public people have taken their off the ball and I think it's it's uh, it's in trouble. I I find it fascinating, especially because of how things have gone with it. It started off being like we're coming in the summer. Yeah, in July. In and July, like, we're gonna be here, and then it keeps on pushing and back. It's January, and then yeah. I've heard people who've worked on it and people who are associated with it. Everyone you talk to, they have kind of like this whole, well, I've got a bad feeling yeah, about yeah, this. There's, there's a building apprehension about it, and, yeah. and I, uh, I also have that feeling. And I've, I've, I've been concerned about it yeah. since the day it sold. Yeah. Because nothing about it has seemed kosher. And no. I, I don't want to go into too much detail about what I've found in my own research, but... Um, it's, it's odd. Yeah, it... <laughs> No, nothing is what it seems, and it concerns me. Yeah. And uh, well, it just and it's very weird because I'm not saying it's like delivered under the table stuff going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more of like, don't worry, guys, we're gonna do this, and then that never happens. Okay, yeah. guys, we're gonna do this, and then that doesn't happen. And after a while, it's 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 slightly disheartening because Pendleton was taking uh, lost millions of dollars with that with the base going away and. Right now, what's our biggest what's our biggest business? You would say the school uh, system. Right? School system, yeah, that's the biggest. Which, it, you know, if anybody who's not from here knows, your school systems are usually pretty big, but they're usually not your biggest money maker. It's usually a company. Or, 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 it makes employees. Usually Walmart. It's usually, yeah, <laughs> I'd say it is actually, especially in rural areas like ours. But yeah. it it just it's 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 kind of one of those shocking things. And I hope it gets taken off, but you're, you, I hate to agree with Mike. It seems like every time you turn around, it's always being pushed back. And so much so that I know there are several people, friends of mine, who were like, can't wait for this to open. And now they've even kind of went with, I'm, I can't rely on this because they've lied. Well, I haven't lied, but they keep on pushing back the promise of getting started. And, and then the other part that's kind of scary about it is, they were kind of saying like they're going to do this many people, and then every time you listen to it, it's like, well, we're not going to do that. We're not going to take care of that many yeah, people. Yeah, the, the, the story keeps changing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, we're 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 down the rabbit hole now. This okay. is supposed to be a lightning round. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a problem. This, this, you got two talkers this is more here. of a thunderstorm round. <laughs> Rolling the thunder. Okay. That's what we are. Well, you you, right. you can always edit. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're going to wrap this up because okay. uh, we are getting the time. 
Um, we would like you to check out our other podcasts that we are involved with. Uh, there is uh, RGCWV, which is a Random Geek Culture West Virginia podcast. Uh, I believe I was a guest. You, you were one a guest. or two times. Uh, I, I, I tend to host most of the time. That's right. And uh, I find it very entertaining. I was just listening to your all's last uh, coming home today. I was listening exactly. to you all talking about the Fallout one. Yeah, we, yeah. we talked about Fallout seventy six this week, and you know it's relevance to West Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know relevant to this podcast as well. So I recommend you check that episode out. We are going on a brief hiatus. I forget how long, okay. um, but uh, no podcast next week. I don't believe. Okay. All right, and uh, the other one is uh, "We're from the Mountaintop," uh, which is one that Jason mainly produces. Uh, yeah, I um, it's it's one that's been in the fold for about three years now. Actually, it's it's one. It's actually my first podcast. I kind of got into it with real quick. Just a brief. I'm not a super uh, religious person. I, I guess I'm I guess I'm very spiritual, but I'm not super religious. But I have two pastors, uh, great friends of mine, who kind of were looking to. Ex- to expand their word to other people who might not have time to make it to your more traditional churches. Me. Yes, pretty much. So we decide what the heck, let's go ahead and take their message each Sunday and put it out there. So you don't get, I mean, you know, I, I go to the church for the, uh, every Sunday and I'll get the recordings, but for the most part, we've cut out all of the singing and gospel and all this kind of stuff. And usually we just do the one reading and then you listen to the pastors, whether it be Pastor Jason or Pastor Jess, give you uh, their message for this week. And that's why we call it Word from Mountain Talk. Right. And I, I do highly recommend that. I am I am not a church goey person because I'm, I'm not I'm sitting in a room and with a bunch of people and listen for an hour type of person. Yeah. Uh, but I do listen to this, and they, they do knock it out of the park with sermons yes. consistently. Yes, I've heard nothing but good things. We've got good numbers, but uh, we've actually went through and kind of re cannibalized our, our website and redid everything. So uh, you have to, if you want to listen to one of the older podcasts, you can only find them at our, uh, our main website, which is wordfromthemountaintop.org. Starting, I think, episode 103 is now starting available any place you listen to your podcast. That's right. They're on almost every platform. And if you were a subscriber on uh, iTunes, you will have to resubscribe yeah. if, uh, if you had the old one. But uh, it is worth it, and I recommend you do that. Mm-hmm. And with that, you all have a good night. Uh, thank you for putting your ear holes on us. <laughs> and uh, we hope to be back at some other time. You know, hopefully not in five weeks. But, you know, well, like another week or so. <laughs> yeah, hopefully a week, but we'll see. We'll see. You never know. All right, guys, we will see you never.